any second now. <laughs> Ah, yes, Board Wrestling Fan Radio. We are on the air for episode number 152. Right on the verge of our anniversary show next week, which is going to be... Uh, JT knows the word I'm looking for. JT lives in, in central New York, so he hears this word on his commercial breaks all the time. JT, what's it going to be? Sorry. Huge. Yes, it's going to be huge. Forgot to turn the microphone on. Yeah, that that usually helps <laughs> when you do that. Um, yeah. He's drunk already. Live radio, folks. Live radio. No, I can't be drunk. I have to do with the family in two hours, so I can't I can't oh, get too drunk. I can't get fun. too drunk before the show. Live yeah, radio, folks. Yeah, really got yeah. smashed right before my sister's wedding, so it's good. <laughs> he was drinking on the way there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my, my cousin, well, we had the wedding, well, one of my cousin's wedding, we had the wedding, and then there was like a two-hour dip between um, the wedding and the reception, so my family just went to the bar and drank for two hours, and we went to the, <laughs> the reception. Well, I've been buying these little football erasers out of the vending machines since I can't seem to find the football helmets, and I'm only missing like five of those. <laughs> I'm sitting here putting one together right now, one of those uh, football erasers. I got a Washington Redskins one right now. They sell, I, they, I, I know they, I've seen the football helmets. They saw, them, they saw them all together, though, now. They saw them in the packs now. Well, I do know a couple of places that have them. It's just a matter of actually being at those places. <laughs> and I'm also watching a football game as <laughs> I've finally got a TV in here with the Niners game going. I wish I wish I had a TV in here. Oh man, I had to dig around for like half an hour before the show trying to find my antenna and converter box because when I got Time Warner hooked up in here, the guy was going to replace the cable I had running back here, and instead he just cut it and left it. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me let me feed that wire up through the floor, and I did that, and I came up here, and it's like hooked it up and there's no signal on it I'm like what the hell so I went downstairs and I'm looking for it and it's like oh shit this motherfucker cut the goddamn cord now Damn. I gotta now I gotta now I gotta look for another cord I gotta figure out where all this is hooked up it's like fuck it I don't have that much time I have an antenna and I have a converter box and the game is on fucking Fox I'm gonna find that shit and get that all hooked up and so I was like digging around looking for that couldn't find it my wife finally found it for me <laughs> and so it's like okay now to get it all set up. So. Where's the network? Clap, 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 clap. Where's our network? Yeah, that that was a big... Uh, you notice they changed the ring apron for, the, for Monday Night Raw and for SmackDown. So so before we get too into it, um, yesterday um, I went to uh, Sky Zone, which is a trampoline place. And yes, you know, for, for those of you wondering, yes... I did it. I did the X-Pac chop. I had to. Nice. <laughs> did you have fun? It's, it's, that, that sounds like a really fun place. Oh, yeah. It is. I, and I will tell you this much. No matter how good a shape you think you're in, an hour jumping on a trampoline, you, you, it kicks your ass. So, yeah. It, but, yeah, it was good. Like I say, they, they've got this. It was this. I think it was 
15 bucks a person for an hour. They have packages to go from like a half an hour to like I don't know how long. I just but I said an hour should be enough. And we went and like I say they have a they have one of those trampolines where you bounce to to dunk the basketball. You think that looks easy? Let me tell you, it's fucking hard. Did you try and copy the Sincara entrance? Oh Jesus. No, cuz they wouldn't let they wouldn't let you do flips. Ah. <laughs> it was like flip at your own risk and I can barely walk on my own two legs let alone, trust me, walking on a trampoline for the first time in like 10 years, it was like holy shit, <laughs> you think you, you, you picture it one, going one way in your mind then you get on it and you're like, oh shit <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the last time I was on a trampoline <laughs> the last honest. time I was was gym class 8 years ago Jeez. 89, no wait, at least 10 <laughs> I remember being on a trampoline and I was having a wrestling match with a guy who was a like martial arts guy, and I got him in a figure four, and he was like trying to fight his way out of it. He couldn't do it. He was like he was in pain. <laughs> and trust me, I was jumping. It was funny. It was like I was jumping up and down. I was like sitting there. Holy shit! I'm gonna break my. Some of these, some of these times I came down, I thought I was gonna break my ankle or something. Like oh, because you get like a. It's like an eight. Uh, there was there. We just get like you got a square. You jump in the. It's a square, and you have the sides of the trampolines too. And it's like you just want to take a, you know, stage dive right into it. And it's like, but every time I jumped into the side trampoline, I I'd have to stop myself from going into the person next to me because I would hit it so hard and bunch back, go back out. So was that a special trip for your birthday? Because I know your birthday was a couple of days ago. Wait, it was. Yeah, it was. Hey, so was mine. How about yeah. that? Yeah, it was, it was funny. That, that we was just what, found all those people birthday. on Twitter. Yeah, huh? We, I'm, I thought it was. I just thought it was funny. We found all those people on Twitter that share the same birthday, just at random. I just happened to be on, and this this girl who lives here in Buffalo was just like, "Oh, I should stay up until my birthday." I'm like, "Wait a minute, when's your birthday? It's November 13th." Like, hey, wait a minute, that's my birthday. <laughs> well, we gave my buddy Jim. Um, yeah, uh, I think the most action on his Twitter account that I think he's had in a long time. So <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh. See, that guy never uses his Twitter. He's on here on Facebook all the time, but it was he's like, like, like that's like the most action I've ever seen. I think I've seen his Twitter account get other than the Instagram posts. <laughs> uh, well, WWE was in the the UK this week. Uh, but the WWE Network still isn't, so that made for some interesting television. Oh, you mean editing? Editing, yeah. <laughs> At least there wasn't too many network plugs. At least not live in the arena. <laughs> Those people would have rioted, man. I'd, I'd have done it, just for a laugh. I guess Vince came out and cut like a heel promo or something. Yeah, that, was, that was on SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it on the on the SmackDown tape, but I I didn't watch it. But I it heard wasn't about on it. SmackDown either. They didn't right. Hear it. No, I and nobody expected them to. <laughs> so again, I, I'd have done it for a laugh. Just put it on there. Yeah, and, and and if you didn't notice, we were talking last week about them taping over the network on the uh, ring apron. And this week they <laughs> they used the the live event ring aprons, the yeah, WWE I didn't live ring. Any aprons. tapes? Or did yeah. they just use different aprons? They used different ring. They used the ones they used for the house shows. So, well, thanks to all the editing of the crowd, it sounded like a house show. <laughs> you could still hear them saying, "Where's my network?" <laughs> on uh, Monday Night Raw. 
at the beginning, but not that, that was it. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, yeah. I think they, they left that in because they knew it was going to happen, so they knew it would be obviously edited if that didn't happen. Plus, Stephanie well, but, Stephanie acknowledged it too. Yeah, it's because they had a live mic and they were doing that segment live that they really couldn't edit it out. But the, later on throughout the show, they, they were actually sweetening the audio quite a bit. And the reports that I read from people who were there is that it was chance for all night, baby. And the WWE did their best to hide it. They did a good they job, did, quite honestly. I only noticed it at the beginning myself as well. Yeah, so. quite honestly, they did, good, yeah, I did a good job. I myself thinking this, this is terrible, especially for a UK crowd. And then you find out just how much they edited and it makes sense. Yeah. Scott, everybody, we want you to send your well wishes to Brian Daniels at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would have been great because we wouldn't have fallen for that and it would have just really backfired. Who the fuck is texting me during this show? Seriously. Who, Thank who you, the fuck Brian. doesn't know I'm doing this show? Oh. <laughs> A person with fingers. Yes. Am I <laughs> it's a squirrel. <laughs> it was actually my wife from across the house. <laughs> uh, I win. <laughs> well, you're right. It was a person with fingers. <sighs> oh, my genius. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we got kind of shitty. SmackDown was kind of shitty. I didn't I even never... get through SmackDown, man. I, I was watching it as it was airing, and my kid stayed awake through it, and I didn't. I was watching it while I was drinking. That must have helped. I'm sure that helps. <laughs> it totally helps. You you did get an amazing triple threat, though. Yeah, that was an excellent match. Yeah. Which, but it wasn't the main event. The main event was, uh, what was it, Ryback versus Kane? Like, yeah, that'll put butts in seats. The whole episode was the Ryback storyline. Some of it was really, really lame. Um, oh, I, yeah, it is. <laughs> the, the, the John Cena Ziggler bit where they just happened to run into Big Show has been constantly offering to join the team. It's like they <laughs> don't pay attention to these offers. And, and so he just joins the team. He doesn't even ask. And then <laughs> out of nowhere, fella, out of nowhere, Seamus just happens to be standing nearby for, for that feel-good moment of backstage segment suckage. <laughs> now you I'm only sure, need I'm one more fella. So getting turned off watching WWE backstage segments now that Ucha Underground is on. <laughs> is anyone else like me? Like I just I watch it and it's like this is supposed to be the mainstream show. Wow, this is terrible. I, I think for me, honestly, the backstage segments are better from WWE, and I hate to say that because they're terrible. But I hate Lucha, to hear that because I, I Lucha I Underground, it's. The the in ring product is awesome. Everything else is just cheesy as shit. Well, <laughs> it's cheesy, it's but it's more good. cheesy but... than Seamus randomly half naked standing around just to join a group. True. I, I disagree. Yeah. I, I, totally... mean, I, I especially. Oh, come on. We got a guy named line. El Mariachi Loco. <laughs> okay. El Mariachi Loco. I'm supposed to take that That's guy seriously. Better than Hornswoggle. Better than El Torito. Yeah, okay. Better than John Cena. But he was wrestling a midget. And he had a good match. <laughs> it actually actually was convincingly a good match. It was. Which the WWE can't seem to do with their and, midgets or their women. And then Chavo comes out and hits the midget the with a chair. <laughs> so what? Still better. Yeah, if it was the E, he'd have come out with a small chair for a small guy. That's true. 
they've been in like a decade or two like right now this is some god awful programming um there's some good matches sprinkled in between no, but- I, well you know don't get me wrong i'm not saying wwe is the better show out of the two but <laughs> just lucha underground is cheesy as shit man i love the show but it's cheesy I I definitely. I I was uh, I I had a totally uh, different opinion. I I see WWE as the cheesier product these days. It's like when I want now that I have a. Okay, well uh, you know what I'm I'm gonna stop myself and I'm not gonna say that Lucha Underground is any cheesier than WWE because Grumpy Cat is hosting tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as uh, much as I hate that again, I wish it took place in England. <laughs> if nothing else, it inspired at least three memes out of me this week. The third will launch tomorrow. On, uh, <laughs> And about 300 out of the IWC as a whole. Yeah. The backstage they're calling tomorrow's episode Apocalypse Now. I really hope that's true. (laughs) Just, why? I saw Vince Vince McMahon tweet the other day and he says, Oh, I wonder if we can make Grumpy Cat smile on Monday Night Raw. And I I tweeted back. I said, With all due due respect, Mr. McMahon, I, I think you should focus on making your audience smile, not some internet cat. Oh, he's not going to listen to you. Oh, I know he, that. He knows what's right. You have to listen to him. Oh, I know it's that. The, it's the WWE's way, guys. Come on. He last knows week, best last for week, business. Last week, I came here singing the praises of being smart and pushing the network. This week, I'm coming back, and I'm the exact opposite. It's just terrible. This week was stupid. They're they're giving away their, one of their former Big Four pay-per-views, and their hook for next week to get subscribers to stick around is fucking Grumpy Cat. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, what what type of common sense business practice went down the toilet after one week? It's Easy. Just... I can explain this. They know the network people are the internet fans, and what does the internet love more than Grumpy Cat? Uh, internet fans, maybe. <laughs> that that's the point. That that's why it's stupid. It's if you're not on the internet, I you bet that's the actual reasoning. <laughs> but that's just stupidest reasoning of all time. If if you step back and look at it, if if the problem is people are on the internet or the people that are subscribing, like hey, let's give the internet people something that they know and the mainstream fans don't. That'll put fucking dollars in the bank. I mean, it's dumb. It's just so. Uh, super- I'm not saying it's any kind of smart. I'm just trying to understand their reasoning. I'm an internet fan, subscribed to the network, and I really don't like the grumpy cat memes. I, I fucking don't... love cats, but I'm tired of that cat. Well, yeah, I like it. <laughs> What's that? Well, you know, go down to any local Mongolian barbecue and have a dish. They're great. <laughs> it's a Canadian delicacy, yo. Speaking of Canadian delicacies, I had poutine yesterday. How does how where where did you guys from? Um, one of my local restaurants called Empire. What, it's probably not exactly Canadian. It's probably not exactly your. It was, it, but it did. It was, it was um, French fries, chicken gravy. I'm not sure it was cheese curds. I think I know it was. There was. It was probably mozzarella cheese, not cheese curds. Okay. Well, hey, if you go to Quebec, they they run down the rest of the country on poutine authenticity. So I'm not going to run you down on it. I was just curious how what kind of version. There's so many variations of that food. I'm not a. I'm not an elitist. It doesn't have to be cheese curds. You could like mix it up with like cheddar. Well, that's know, the thing. Alone. That's the, that's the thing the, the, the menu said cheese curds and it, there were, I know it wasn't cheese curds on there it was, oh, okay. I, it was probably mozzarella that was put on there but it was still good it was still good I was like ooh poutine I, first thing I opened up I saw poutine I'm like yeah, I'm ordering poutine there you go George is it's probably a, it's a heart attack in a bowl but it's worth it once in a while George is probably insanely jealous 
By the way, he's, he says he will be here next week. Tell him to bring some cat gravy and make some poutine in the studio. <laughs> Pulled cat. Meow. <laughs> he says he will be here next week. Uh, and part of that is that we just recently announced, uh, just a couple of days ago, that we will indeed have ECW original, the quintessential stud muffin, Joel Gertner, will be one of our guests next week. Of course, we have musical guest Andrew J. Reimers next week. And um, I'm hearing that we might have yet another guest booked. Is uh, it a meme? Yeah, it, is, it, it is not a meme. Oh, I thought we were going to be retarded and buck ourselves really poorly. Good. Good job, Joe. Thumbs up. <laughs> we were smart. I get that we chocolate rain. but we're not stupid. I get the chocolate rain guy on. <laughs> it's not even relevant anymore. What about Balak Brian? Can we get him? <laughs> hey, maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, he's recovering with his, uh, s- you know, surgery there, and got nothing else going on. <laughs> right. Now that Total Divas is over, so bad luck, Brian. Oh, he's a real life meme now. <laughs> I it it is somebody that has been tossed around as far as a name uh, that might appear on the show. And uh, it's uh, somebody that works down at IHWE, and I'm not going to name the name because I don't have it confirmed yet, but I do understand that uh, David is working on getting this gentleman on our show next week so that we can indeed go late-night talk show style where we kick off with a with a dialogue here and then we'll go into uh, our first interview and then our second interview after a break and then our uh, esteemed uh, musical guest here... Uh, and if anybody hasn't heard Andrew J. Reimers on this show, Andrew's been on the show twice. He's played uh, the uh, With My Baby Tonight, the old uh, Double J Road Dog uh, song, right? He did Rap His Crap, the West Texas Rednecks from WCW. Next week, he's coming in. He's going to do the American Dream Dusty Roads theme, Common Man Boogie. That's going to be fun. It's always good to have him on the show. Yes, and speaking of Andrew, um, we we got the uh, the coffee uh, Kingston uh, New Day segment this yes, week. Yes, yes, we did, we did. See, segue. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys think of that? Where where they're going with this now that we have a little bit more vision of the repackage? Well, I think we we kind of discussed that last week that it could possibly be a uh, there could possibly be more vignettes that have. Kofi and Biggie, and we're getting it. So nobody's got any room to complain anymore that they're not doing the new nation. It's just a new day. So who thinks that's might have been inspired by uh, Biggie doing that really awkward preacher gimmick <laughs> promo like a month ago or whatever? Could have been. See, my I wife was. I think people. Um, say that thing was much better than it was it it was good sure but like you said it was awkward and weird it was if it is based on that I don't know I think it would have come around sooner if it was based on that because I think that was sometime last year no it wasn't that long ago it just feels that long <laughs> yeah well last week feels like a year in the- exactly exactly <laughs> My wife actually came in the room during the uh, Kofi Kingston New Day promo on SmackDown, and I guess she missed it on Raw, and she goes, Kofi Kingston? Yeah, Kofi Kingston. (laughs) And next week you'll see Big E. 
I would still like to see Kingston get some kind of push at least. I mean, he's been there long enough. Yeah. Well, they gave him a little bit of a push. He was uh, main eventing against Randy Orton all the time, and then all of a sudden that just stopped. Oh, that program was great. It was. I, mean, I even enjoyed Orton in that. Yeah. Like when, when Orton got the NASCAR and Kofi just painted it up and jumped around <laughs> on it. Yeah, I was there for that episode. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Yeah, that was pretty kick-ass. Which leads me to believe Orton probably wasn't too happy with it, which is why we never heard from it again. Well, no, what happened was there was a match later on that Kofi kind of botched. I don't think he botched the move. He was supposed to do do something, and he he screwed up something in the match, and after that, that was when I pushed, because it was... So what ha- it was like a triple threat or a four-way match or something, and Kofi bu- had messed up something in it, and you could li- vi- visibly see Randy Orton get pissed, and he's like, "You messed up, you messed up." And after that, he, he got that's when his push done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of remember that. I don't know, what else happened on Raw? I mean, there was like they were the whole thing was like, "Oh, this person wants to join Team Cena, and this person wants to join Team Authority," and. There you go. And it sucked. It did. The only fun part was Jack Swagger's five minutes on the team. <laughs> yeah. Just, who did us legitimately laugh at that turn? This poor guy. <laughs> I laugh because I don't remember Swagger even hinting at joining Team Cena. Like, Literally an afterthought. Oh, and um, I, like, when they when they inadvertently claimed that the authority were behind um, Ryder being injured. <laughs> Ryder hinted at joining Team Cena. The next thing you know, he's out for six months with an yeah, injury. Yeah, I got to see Zack Ryder's last match for a while. <laughs> it was in that match with Rusev two weeks ago. Just imagine Triple H just beating the shit out of Ryder backstage. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> of course, we had the, uh, the Stephanie McMahon out healing the heels and tearing on a new one which of course bodes well for her character's development because you know there is there, there is no such thing as politics in WWE oh sir <laughs> that was the line, the line of the week, week. <laughs> yeah uh, you gotta love it <laughs> she was good she, she's been like she's good at turning a crowd you know what I mean like if they're chanting something she will do say something to shut them up she is, but I thought she failed this week. Well, obviously she failed this week, but it's because the UK fans aren't as stupid as the US fans. No offense to anybody here in my home country. But. Total offense to everyone at home in his home country. <laughs> <laughs> but it's she does... <laughs> but when they were in Chicago and they're all chanting CM Punk, they said, yeah, you're all a bunch of quitters too. <laughs> you know? that, that was actually a pretty decent line. <laughs> Or they're out there, where's my network? And she goes, see, they know the right people to ask. <laughs> but they didn't actually give them an answer, so it was no, more didn't. funny. <laughs> yeah. That's a surreal punchline. Yeah. Okay, we're asking. There are no I politics in WWE. <laughs> we're good, wholesome family entertainment. Yeah, McMahon family. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the only family entertained by that product. I don't even think they are. They're just sit, they just sit there and go, well, we'll just go with it. 
That's what they did. The old man wants. God damn it! Make. <laughs> go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. You you actually had had a thought. <laughs> God damn it! What are we gonna do with Hornswoggle tonight? <laughs> <laughs> he keeps so coming to the house me. for the family reunions. <laughs> that doesn't involve any asses or penis references. You're fired. Throw him out there with the meds. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we don't have a weakness. Oh, I said, God damn it, staple it to the little freak's head. I just, I kind of like skipped through Raw this week. Like, I, I just was like skipping right through. And like, I, I tried to catch like the ending of all the matches just to kind of get an idea of, you know, stay up on the storylines. And next Are thing I know, Hornswoggle's out there with the fucking Miz and uh, Damien Mizdow. It was pure magic. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, he is a no, leprechaun. They know magic. Nobody's allowed to feud with Los Matadores unless Hornswoggle also is involved. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, it's... Well, they're locked in an eternal feud. They, they wanted to please the, the UK fans, you know. He's, he's part Irish after all, so... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Ireland, we're over there, right? That's just all the same country to me. That's right. Get, let's get the German out there. God damn it. Hey, how about uh, that ending of NXT country. this week? You're fired. How about that ending of NXT this week? That was a good episode, actually. I, I just was watched really that good. this morning. Um, I, all the matches were pretty solid. Absolutely. But what did you think of the ending? Where, I mean, obviously you knew Neville, Neville wasn't losing that title on a taped episode of NXT. He'll lose it at... The next. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if he was. If he's hurt or not. I. I don't. I don't. I, well, obviously, I don't think he's hurt. He just. Yeah. You know. Faked I, I out Sami Zayn. Playing the storyline out with the axe. It, it, it was fun to just hear. You could hear the moment the crowd's heart broke as soon as the ref threw up the axe, and it was just like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> I think they're gonna use this as a like, way to turn Neville heel, where it's gonna. It's gonna come out that he, you know, faked the injury or something along those lines, or just to build the tension between Zane and Neville because Neville doesn't really have the ability to speak very well. I right, mean, that's no no big secret. I mean, he's, he's passable, but if if they can give him like an actual premise to to look kind of slimy, they 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 could make this program um, a main event for this upcoming special. I think that's kind of the direction they're headed, but I might be wrong. We'll see. I, I was really glad not to see the Ascension um, and have those guys move on as well with uh, the beginning of the show. That was refreshing. About time they had an actual match. <laughs> yeah. And he, he calls himself Finn Balor, not Finn Baylor. So I don't know what the fuck's going on with the accents on the... Uh, yeah, that's the just weird. <laughs> so I, know, I know Mark had some some heat on that last week. And then today yeah. he said his name. And I'm like, well, he said it. Um, ignorant. Yeah, we, we have to live with it now. Yeah. Oh, well. If Motley Crue can have unnecessary accents, <laughs> so can well, How the hell is that supposed to be pronounced? Motley Crue. Umlaut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unnecessary accents all around. Is that the guy in Guitar Hero, Lars Umlaut? <laughs> 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 Just to kind of make fun of heavy metal bands. <laughs> uh. Yeah, maybe it was a job. You never know. <laughs> yeah. I, You'd have to be in the room with the uh, the drugs and the alcohol and those guys to figure out why they came up with that name after all. <laughs> hey, it was the 80s. Come on, let's be real. It's true. Here. Not hating. Just saying. 
Yeah. Oh, showing Browns highlights right now on, on my TV. Let's see if I can spot Gary Barnage. Number 82. Looking for him. Oh, somebody's phone. <laughs> nope, didn't see him. Oh, well. It's podcast time, people. Put your phones away. <laughs> surf, the, uh, surf the internet like some of us normal people. Yeah, edit your hockey pool. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting to do that. I'm going to have to remember after the show. <laughs> I got a lot of guys going up against Buffalo next week. Hopefully it'll be a big point week for me. Should be. Hey, how about the hey they whipped the Maple Leafs last night? I like that. That was cool. Because <laughs> so many angry uh, posts on my newsfeed because I have a lot of uh <laughs> Toronto Leaf fans. <laughs> it was entertaining. You know, I, I I you know, it's like if the Leafs come to Buffalo and Buffalo doesn't put up an effort, which Let's face it, they're not putting up an effort against anybody this year. But if the Leafs came to Buffalo and, bu- and the Sabres didn't put up an effort, Punch Imlock would be like rolling in his grave because that was like the one thing when he was coaching in 1970 he wanted to do was beat Toronto. <laughs> but I digress. No, it was great to actually... Rick Jenneret, the play-by-play guy for the Sabres, called the first period. Uh, and it was his first time back since he was diagnosed with cancer uh which is now in remission so it's it's good to see him back and i i made sure i had to watch that game <laughs> but anyway so wasn't this week like the last uh episode of impact or something nope uh, second to oh. last oh okay <laughs> i don't even know if i watched the last one i will cuz if it's the last one i want to have at least seen it you know yeah. I know, but still, I I don't like it when things are left unresolved, especially. If oh, like the no worry, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that inevitably. I I agree with you. I'm not I'm not a fan of that either. But I figure if it's the last time I get to see you know EC3 and uh, you know Rockstar Spud cut a segment or some you know some of the few things that I do enjoy on the show, I'd at least like the opportunity to see that. But yeah, that tomorrow it's probably a curtain call or next week. Sorry, on uh, Wednesday night. Where they announce a TV deal on the show, then I'll go back and watch it if I hear of a TV deal. No, outside no. of that, I just yeah, I hate leaving things unresolved like that. No, they'll they'll That's resolve it. it. They'll resolve it with the re the, the way they always do resolve things. Kurt Angle. <laughs> well, he was emoting quite a bit on this week's episode for no reason. He'll put the Spike TV execs in ankle locks until they give a new TV deal. Well, I hear there's uh, there's new tag team champions after this week, right? Yep, yep. We had a tag title change. Uh, what did you do? Um, Abyss came back and tagged up with, uh, I guess it's James Wyatt. Is that his name? <laughs> no, I think it's James Mercy. Yeah, the Wayland Storm. The the most amusing element of that whole program. Actually, probably the most interesting part of the whole episode was that uh, it's been almost a year since Storm had won his feaster fired briefcase with Gunner, and uh, he cashed the fucking thing in. I don't know if it's masterful booking because it came out of nowhere, or just terrible that everyone was allowed to forget he had it. I thought it was really uh, <coughs> hilarious, and and <laughs> I mean, what could you do, right? I mean, WWE, we we have. Uh, we have fish brains, you know, we don't remember what happened three minutes ago, so we're going to replay it eight million times. So, by the network, by the network, Megal. Uh, and, uh, you know, Seamus is, you know, f- fighting you. But at the same time, <laughs> oh, TNA actually remembers her history, which is the saddest thing to watch them go. It's like, 
if you, you can't draft um, memory, I guess. Unfortunately, right. you can't sign that. But that's what the WWE needs to sign is memory. They they have a bit of selective memory, like when a big angle drops. But outside of that, they do tend to remember their own history and address it. So yeah, they it they do a lot of things right, but they also just they did so much wrong, and we can talk about that for like days. And I imagine people will, but it'll well, be sad if they don't come back. Well, you'll be able to watch uh, the rise and fall of TNA on the network in about two months. <laughs> TNA week. <laughs> yeah, you know we we watched the. Uh, I don't know about anybody else. I know G and uh, and myself watched uh, ECW exposed on Monday. How was interesting? Yeah, what'd you what'd you think of the show? How, how did it you was enjoy it? um it's awkward at times. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I I, I was kind of disappointed. Um, they were booking it as having questions being you know sent in by fans. We didn't get a single one. There was some at, at the end. Okay, they, they were at again? the end, but the the problem was they were all questions that Joey Styles had already asked. Right. Okay. Or, or variations. I, I don't of know. I I just I I I didn't go in with high expectations because it is you know WWE, um. So they're gonna have the reins on a little bit, and also because you know the Heyman DVD, I just I didn't think there was much left in the story to be told. But they had a few little snippets here there, things that I wasn't aware of, but nothing groundbreaking for me. Well, I still enjoyed it for fifty minutes. I mean, I I don't know if you knew, but. They continued answering fan questions after they went off the air, and that is going to air tomorrow night after Raw. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I've heard that. Um, so you see, WWE week is now two weeks long, and you know, I guess like anniversary days, the WWE has no concept of time and calendars. But I'll check that out. I'm sure it'll be on the uh, the G work somewhere along the line. Yeah, I mean, uh, me being a huge ECW fan, it was good to hear some of those stories. You know, and a lot of them I heard when uh, when Heyman was on Steve Austin's podcast. Um, but he really went into depth about the uh, the Brian Pillman thing, uh, how how Pillman was you know under contract to WCW working for ECW, uh, among other things. You know, like you know, it, it was, I I found it interesting. I don't know. I'm really looking forward to the pay-per-view event with the puppies, though. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Puppy Palooza 6. What the fuck, man? <laughs> totally buying it. I, normally, I'd steal the pay-per-views, but that, man, that's a money event. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was just ridiculous. That, that was uh, McMahon booking 101. Yeah. You know how they like to make fun of Paul at any possible turn. Someone, you know, I'm sure it was Vince himself, thought it was a hilarious idea, and he made him hot and made him do it. <laughs> I bet you it was. No way to ever really know. So I'll uh, I'll bet you a million dollars. How about that? <laughs> we'll never know the answer, oh. so I feel confident in my bet. They just better be glad they had two guys that are under WWE contract on that show because I'm sure if Joey Styles didn't work for them, he would have just been like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> he might have been after the camera stopped running. He might have. Because <laughs> their faces when they came back for a moment, they're told a different story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he wasn't... Ha he flat out said that's WWE's attempt to... Uh, make fun of us you know 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed the show. I, I thought it was good. Um, and I watched a whole shit ton of ECW over the past week. I didn't start, like, right at the early episodes. Like, they added 47 new episodes, and I didn't start right at the beginning of those. I started kind of in the middle. Uh, at the episode where uh, Beulah reveals that she's pregnant with Tommy Dreamer's kid. <laughs> Which, every time I say that to somebody, it's like, man, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> am I watching, like, a fucking soap opera? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But it's around the- shots and Nintendo hits to the head. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the matches on that episode. <laughs> that's, that's how we got Mikey Whipwreck on the show in two weeks. Hey, how about that? <laughs> I'm just watching ECW. I'm tweeting about, hey, Mikey Whipwreck's getting hit with a Nintendo again. And like, hey, by the way, Mikey, you want to come on our show in a couple of weeks? He says, yeah, sure. <laughs> email me. Here's my email address, man. <laughs> So, yeah, episode uh, 154 on the 30th. Mikey Whipwreck, our guest. ECW, ECW. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that. And Mick Foley is on his way out. He's wearing the uh, WWF and F t shirt. <laughs> Wrestling Tommy Dreamer and whatnot. <laughs> And, of course, it was Lucha Underground on Wednesday. Yeah, the only show I outside of NXT I enjoyed from top to finish. Yeah, I don't... Well, I, I heard that the third episode was going to be different from the first two, and it was just really good. Really, really good. <laughs> and I, I, as I tried to say, I just especially loved Conan's line about Things like you'll you have to fold faster than an immigration bill and stay out of Mexico. <laughs> yeah, everybody's mad at Chavo. Yeah, well, they're establishing a new character on a new show that's only three episodes deep. Yeah, you know, as as opposed to uh, and, and, and trying that's, to make trying to was... make someone else care about you know another storyline. They're trying to establish a new one. And they, they've been playing the cards smartly with the interview that Van Piero had with them where Chavo explained, you know, he wasn't coming in here just to be used as, a, you know, to put over other people based on the career name, but rather to establish his own legacy. And that was yeah. smart. Yeah. I, I, I had Van a conversation. was being a bit much by saying, you've just, you've lived for years on the name of your grandfather and of your uncle. No one really cares or knows about Chavo. Basically just running him down and just, Hitting him over the head with the fact that he will never be more famous than Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't blame Chavo for just being pissed off at that. I was having a Twitter conversation with a couple of people from a uh, a different wrestling website uh, that we used to frequent. And, uh, WrestleZone? No. <laughs> World Wrestling and Sammy, just say it. Okay. Get over it, Joe. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. They won't mention us, but we can mention them, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't mention them. It's because they're like, oh, fuck you guys. We're not going to mention you. Like, yeah, okay, we all came from your fucking site. <laughs> anyway, yes, it was World Wrestling Insanity. I was having yes, a conversation. Yes, we don't kiss their asses. We don't kiss their asses like they we used to. Yes, I will admit that. We don't kiss their asses. But you know what? It's because of them we have, a, we have Maven fan. Because of them we have this podcast, so... I never kissed their ass. I only like Zah, really. Well, it was Zah, and it was Aaron Wood I was having a conversation with, and uh, 
basically my defense of Lucha Underground was they are establishing characters on a new show. Once they get past this point, the entire show will be good. But any shows that I watch, if I start with the first episode, I hate the first episode. Because it's just, okay, we're going to establish characters, we're going to establish the story, but we're not going to advance anything. It's just going to be shit. Well, actually, that's different with this show. They did advance. They did. They certainly did. And, and it's it's not entirely true, but it's still partly true. And the, the same goes for, uh, like, you know, the exception was Gotham, because Gotham was like, okay, here's who the characters are. <laughs> And here's what's going on with the characters. Hey, look, this guy may or may not have shot this other guy. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't watched the first episode of Gotham by now. <laughs> and 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 um the the person playing Catwoman didn't didn't utter a, a single word and was still better than Halle Berry Catwoman. <laughs> anyway, but I, I decorate, yeah. but that's a that's a problem you'll have with any new show is they have to establish characters. You're not going to tune in and be like, okay, I like this guy because I like his costume or something. You know what I mean? Like, you have to establish who Mil Moertes is and who, uh, you know, Prince Puma is and or, or what's his name? That, that is his name on the show, right? Because his, his other yeah, name is Ricochet. Puma. Ricochet. Anyway, and this is who Johnny Mundo is and this is who Chavo Guerrero Jr. is. So That's I get that. Really... Establish the characters part. I get that. I understand it, and I don't have a problem with it. I just think, you know, I think that was mostly Zaz's problem with it. And it was like, okay, but you have to understand that this is how TV works, you know? Like, this oh. is... This is we why. can call them. We can call them World Wrestling Insanity because that's not what they call a website anymore. Yeah, anyway, that's so. that's true. So good luck finding it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I just stopped talking about them when when we were still yeah, still I, in their forums, and one of them was like, "Oh, he's deleting posts that have our fucking website in it." It's like, dude, come on! I, I get that we can't, we're not supposed to be promoting here, but we're here because of you guys, as an homage to you guys. And now it's just like, fuck you guys. We want to be better than you because you know. I don't worry about it because you know I don't worry about it. We don't charge our we don't charge people to listen to us to hear us mush mouth like they do. So That's true. You know. You want to hear the Joel Gertner interview next week? You can listen to it live or you can listen to it later and it's all free. Yeah, our whole library is for that matter. Everything. As long as, long as Joe's Joe's um soundboard doesn't crash. True. That's true. And, true. and of course that he remembers to do homework as opposed to just promoting the show. That's <laughs> pressure's on Joe. You're the ECW guy on the show more than anyone. So oh, this, this, this I barely whole know show. much about the guy. Like I'm yeah. familiar with who he was and what and and what his role was for the time. Um, how do how long was he actually on the team? Was it uh, about a year and a half? Well, he was he was with the Dudleys towards the end of their run. Uh, prior to that, he was actually a ring announcer for ECW, and after that, he was a commentator on uh, ECW on TNN. Right. So he was, yeah, I'd say probably maybe a year and a half with the Dudleys. Okay, so that's that's actually for that for that product. That's a significant period of time. A lot of events you can talk to him about. So yeah, and he was he was certainly a huge part of that whole story with the Dudleys. I should also pick his brain about the current products and 
you know, absolutely. What else? What of course, what other things he's been doing since? Well, he's actually he's actually running a promotion right now, and we'll talk to him about that. So that's, well, there you go, homework yeah. assigned. Certainly, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have him. We're gonna have uh, Rhymers is gonna be in playing music uh, again. There's the possibility that we will have another guest, and I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for the message thing to pop up on Facebook with the yeah, we got him. <laughs> well, we have a pretty full show regardless, so anyone out there listening, tune in. It's our, uh, for three years, man. Three years, the streak is gone. Yeah, that's unbelievable, man. You've been on every single one of these 152 episodes so far. We'll see if my computer crashes. But see, you have a phone, so we can call you on the phone. That's true. Yeah, I I got Skype loaded on my iPhone as well with my Wi-Fi. So I got backups. I I ran a whole bunch of diagnostics, crossed my fingers, watched me freeze as I speak. <laughs> <laughs> but I I had everything going: defrag, software updates, all that jive. And then I I loaded up my computer quite wisely this morning early, and after booting it, uh, that whole period of time took approximately an hour and fifteen minutes to do the final updates and all the cleanup. It's like, holy shit, I wouldn't even be on the show right now if I booted it up 20 minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be still sitting there watching it like, what the fuck is it doing? That was like my tablet because I, I, you know, I hadn't, I've had it on sleep mode since, and, and airplane mode since Walking Dead last week. And I turned it on today and like, I wasn't getting internet. I'm like, no, my everything's working. It's my, what the, f-? I'm like freaking out my, because you know, I got to have it for tonight so I can story sync tonight. And, it just it just came back. It just took a while because my tablet runs slower than my phone. So it's like, come on. I'm like on the as I go on to the Samsung site to go for help. It's like, oh, there it is. It's working now. <laughs> I spent like at least twenty minutes trying to get it working. Because that's the thing. It's like you said, G. It, it comes because it's been off. It's been off. It's pretty much I've been on sleep mode for a week. Nothing's updated or nothing's. You know, after the after it gets online, I, I get like all the messages and the notifications that I've gotten during the week on my phone because you know everything's all interchanged. But I'm like freaking out because I didn't want to. Luckily, this didn't happen at eight fifty five tonight when I'm getting ready to set up for The Walking Dead. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the last little stretch run here. And in some ways, I'm glad Survivor Series looks pretty shitty. Um, because I, I won't have any problems not watching an hour of the pay-per-view. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll stream it on my other computer like I did last time, uh, last month, and be able to like check it between uh, the live segments of the show that I am watching. I wonder if we'll get any uh, Walking Dead references on the pay-per-view again like last last month. <laughs> when when Dean, when Dean is... Ambrose had two of them on last uh, month's pay-per-view. When is the Survivor Series? That is oh, next Sunday. Next Sunday. Oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. Are we doing a predictions thing or whatever? Or It depends how much time we have, really. I mean, because okay. if we have two guests plus the musical guest, we might not have time. Okay, I, well, because the thing is, I then I should, should, can't, should I cancel? Because Maven fans already asked me to send me, if she wants me to send them, she wants me, wants her to send me her, her picks, so. Well, you know how things go on this show. I would say get them anyway, just to be on the safe side, because. Okay. We, we can just kick off the show with the prediction. We could just skip skip all the rest if we have a full plate, and if you know worst case scenario, whatever error during the week can be our contingency. 
you know, if, if I'm unable to contact a guest or James Reimer spontaneously combusts or whatever. Randy <laughs> Reimer, sorry. Um, yeah, he's he's not the goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> yeah, well, that guy also probably spontaneously combusted last night. But. <laughs> yeah, he might, he's might, might as well have. Hey, yeah, there's an ad for uh, Gotham on my TV right now. <laughs> I think I think that would be a good a good action plan. So like we we know for a fact what our basic four segments are, and if uh, if something goes awry, hey, you know what? We have a whole bunch of shows to talk about: the death of TNA, you know what happens on Raw, ranting and screaming about Grumpy Cat being terrible and stupid, all that fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. There you go. We're figured out. We're sorted. <laughs> now, now we just need a good animated Jeff. We don't even need a break song next week. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get everything completely figured out by the uh, by the show next uh, by the time the show airs next week, <laughs> and we'll 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 know what's going on. So, what do you say? Speaking of break songs, oh, you don't want to talk about Jericho or anything like that. No, because I slept through it. <laughs> I didn't see it. I thought it. I thought it was odd that he's just popped up, happened to be in town, though. Um, yeah, I seem to recall him saying he didn't want to go on the shows because he didn't like the idea of just popping up for one little thing. But then there he is. Yeah, he's also booked for another one-off in January. Hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> he might not like it, but he's, I guess, agreeing to it. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Oh, or he's coming back even further than that, and they just like, hey, remember this guy? He still exists. He'll be back soon. <laughs> well, you, you, uh, have you seen the picture floating around? It was him and Dean Ambrose in the ring, the and one where uh, he, they're drinking or whatever. No, they're in the ring, and Jericho's got a. He's playing air guitar on a chair, or oh, chair yeah, guitar. I've seen that. Chair guitar. I, I saw is a different one where he was uh, hanging out with the Usos and and Ambrose, and Jericho looks pretty fucked up. That uh, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> no, that's not the one. <laughs> Jericho invented alcoholism. Yeah. Well, if you're going to invent alcohol, you might as well invent over drinking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know, I, like I said, I didn't even get through SmackDown. Like my kid, like woke me up during the Divas match. Like, which one are we rooting for? <laughs> <laughs> You know, at least back in the day when we were kids, you knew which ones to root for. <laughs> I woke up and I looked, and it was Natalia, and uh, I don't even know who the fuck she was wrestling. I think it was like Summer Rae or Layla or somebody like yeah, that. It was just Layla because they were in the UK. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Layla. And and my kid goes, which one are we? Which one are we rooting for? Like, oh, I guess Natalia. She's the good guy, right? I don't fucking know. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> We did get the party foul on the bunny. We did. I saw that. <laughs> I'm not understanding what the fuck is going on with that bunny. I do. I, I up on Raw and then on SmackDown, they're together again, and they. Show I I, for I did ben, wake up and for that break up again. What it'll, the fuck? It'll all be explained in animated GIF form. Go to boardwrestlingfan.com after we <laughs> put our actual file for download up on the site and this week's animated Jeff will explain all. This might be the best one I've done in the year. I was awake I want to fucking BWF award it, damn it. <laughs> I was awake for that uh for the end of that and um I did see the bunny 
refused to tag Adam Rose, and then Adam Rose took exception to it and beat him up. I mean, <laughs> I, I looked at my kid. I said, he deserved that. She said, who, the bunny? I'm like, yeah. Why? Because he lost the match. <laughs> yeah, and he potentially spoiled who the bunny is by tagging Justin Gabriel in a post about it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the tags at the bottom with Justin Gabriel when it was about Randy Orton and the bunny or some shit. <laughs> there, there was it, actually... It was proven a... to be white because his shirt rode up, so yeah. it's white. The Intercontinental Championship match was actually really solid. That was the match I, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, that, that was just amazing. Yeah, you, you have three solid ring technicians in a... And I, I was tweeting during that match because it seemed to me like Tyson Kidd didn't realize it was an elimination triple threat match because he was he he was stopping Cesaro from beating Dolph Ziggler like no if he beats Dolph Ziggler then it's you and Cesaro for the title what the fuck man I'm sure the road agent was trying to explain to him but he was too busy listening to music on his Beats by Dre headphones probably <laughs> yeah I'm thinking I'm about sure. his cat yeah, checking out the newest browsers content. If that was the WWE, he'd be fined ten thousand dollars for wearing those headphones. Or if, if WWE was the NFL, rather. <laughs> but I digress. But as as you know, you know, like all shows, then we got shit. Uh huh. Layla and Natalia oh, were for Kane for a tryback. And I think at some point there was like a, a fast forward mo- ma- uh, match in there. Um, what was it? Is Mark Henry involved in the match? Or no, wait, maybe that was Raw. I don't know, man. He's Kool Aid Man is, is certainly uh, pennies per glass equivalent of seconds on my television. <laughs> <laughs> How's that metaphor for you? There you go. Oh, yeah. So, what do you say we get into our break song? Well, I am a patient boy. <laughs> I've actually been putting this one off for a long, long time because we won't have a break song officially. We're going to have a main event song next week, which will be not as much a break, but a focal point of our show. This is called The Waiting Room. It's by Fugazi. It's from 1989's album 13 Songs. Um, inspired one of my favorite articles I ever wrote for our website, uh, CM Punk Dropped a Line on Randy Orton, where, lo and behold, he actually referred to a historical event that had happened a couple years prior with Randy Orton and how Punk was waiting and picking his spots. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. Um, I do remember that. I noted it, and I... I you know, drunk wrote a... Uh, and a drunk wrote is a new uh, adjective verb, by the way. Um an adverb the, the, this whole little bit it's like water down the drain fortune is the key to the waiting room oh, you got that queued up there Joe yes I do alright kick that fucking baseline down yo here it is Board Wrestling Fan Radio
Fugazi, The Waiting Room Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode number 152. And... Uh, That's about 150. 152. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the Iron Sheik got to say this week? Did he threaten to kill anybody like an DC, DC, DC drummer? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well, it's it's... It's Iron Sheik, so you you never know exactly what his tweets actually mean. So, <laughs> so here we go. Shit, I was gonna say I was gonna say something. We, we, my girlfriend said something yesterday, and I forgot we were gonna. It was one of those things that we hadn't heard from. You had dropped it was some line I had from a show I hadn't heard in years, and we just started laughing. But here we go. Here's the Iron Sheik. First things first. Isis, you had a fucking big time of raisin balls, midget mosquito dick. I wish I see you break your fucking jabroni back. Go fuck yourself forever. Waffle House, the real or the jabroni? Jack and Jill went up the hill to go fuck yourself. You guys there? Yeah. Just, okay, just I had my sure. mic off. <laughs> well, no, I just, I, I, you know how I freak about when it goes quiet. I, I'm, uh, I'm working on Barkley in the corner here. I had to put the mute on. He's screaming a lot. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Bill Cosby, you you fucked the pudding pop, Bubba. Fucking <laughs> That's one Five, way to put what he did. <laughs> Five fifty five hundred and fifty two million people can go fuck themselves. Happy National Pickle Day, except for Justin Bieber. Today is the dash national you dick smaller than crouton day. Fifty shades of fifty shades of grey, fifty shades of you are a fucking jabroni. If you're happy and you know it, go fuck yourself. Hello, Kim Kardashian. Your ass look like the King Kong Bundy ass, so your new name is the Kim <laughs> Kong Bundy. Nice. <laughs> Weather update. Go fuck yourself. What game better, just cause three or just cause you are a fucking jabroni four? <laughs> one plus one equals go fuck yourself, Matt. I killed the fucking jabroni Ben Laden with my camel clutch. <laughs> One day, only streak the Rusev have will be in his underwear. <laughs> Obamacare for the internet need to go get camel clutch in old country way so they get the message. 99 iPhones can go fuck yourself. That's and awesome. Find- and finally, good night. Go fuck yourself. That ninety-nine iPhone story, or <laughs> you guys remember about that one, right? Yeah. No, what happened? This guy buys ninety-nine iPhones and has his friends and family all in the circle filming it or taking photos while he proposes to his girlfriend. She says no. <laughs> you gotta love it. I I got I got two little breaking things on Reddit that are worth reading. Um, this is from CM Punk. I'm so mad Barry Sanders retired. I bought a ticket to a game to see him once. He owes me at least six more concussions. And 12 <laughs> dinners. Yeah, that was on the, that was on Twitter. I saw yeah. that. And uh, breaking news, folks. Injured Cena gets Make-A-Wish visit from self. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know what my sources are credible. This comes from kfabenews.com, of course. For Former uh, award-winning... Uh, you know. That's yes. right. 
He's, he's renowned for his tireless charitable work, went above and beyond this afternoon by granting a Make-A-Wish hospital visit to his injured self. Hang in there, champ, Cena told Cena, who was hospitalized <laughs> after injuring his ankle during a WWE live event last night in Oinoki, or whatever the fuck it's called, Virginia. <laughs> You'll be feeling better in no time, slugger. And then he posed for photos with himself and gave himself an autographed t-shirt bearing the slogan, Never Give Up, which brought a much-needed smile to his face. <laughs> Cena then promised himself, Team Cena will win the big match of Survivor Series next week, and he said he would dedicate the victory to himself. <laughs> Doctors believe Cena will be out of action for at least six to eight weeks due to a torn Achilles tendon, an injury witnesses say happened during a botched heel turn. <laughs> Oh, and finally, although Cena enjoyed the visit from his hero, he later filed a complaint to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, reiterating that he specifically requested a visit from Dean Ambrose. <laughs> it just gets better and better. Yeah, props you to Kayfabe News. And the, this, folks, is why Kayfabe News is your reigning, defending BWF Internet Content of the Year. <laughs> uh, oh, that was beautiful. That's a very well done. So was this interception I just saw in the Niners game. Oh, he's still going. <laughs> nice. Anyway. <laughs> uh, kudos to AngryMarks.com, DailyWrestlingNews.com, and, of course, our boys at CheapHeat.com. Shout out to uh, Alice at RWR because she certainly helped us get Joel Gertner next week. And, um, of course, our boys at Booker T's, BookerTees.com. Go buy their T-shirts. Maybe they'll have a new day t-shirt sometime. Maybe. Grumpy Cat is going to host Monday Night Raw this week. Not even kidding. Uh, where do I even go from here? Just, <laughs> where do I go from here? JBL made an interesting observation on Raw. Uh, a quote that I noted. is said, Jack Tenney made a rule that if there was animal interference, he'd throw the match out. Let's see if they remember that. <laughs> Tomorrow night, Monday Night uh, Raw. Cats very Ziggler so hard. Grumpy Cat's going to be the new IC champion. <laughs> yeah, t- Teddy Long made it a point that if there was an animal interference, it would be a tag match. <laughs> Against the Undertaker. Main event, holla. <laughs> uh. Uh, there were many audio edits to Raw, including chants of Where's Our Network during the Authorities promos and CM Punk chants during AJ Lee's match. But, uh, you know, they're, they're just going to stop airing the damn show live just so they can edit that shit out. <laughs> yeah, probably. WWE is dropping the We're Here part of Bray Wyatt's entrance, which makes sense because he's by himself now. I think I'm alone now. <laughs> I think I'm a clone now. Nice. <laughs> Come on, Joe. You're can't supposed a, to be the Weird Al guy. Can't have a show without a Weird Al reference. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> you were supposed to. You were supposed to continue that. <laughs> That's the one I haven't heard in a long time. I'll have to whip that out. Not that out, Barkley. <laughs> terrible. Uh, well, speaking of terrible, so much for Team Bree versus Team Nikki, which I didn't even know was a thing. AJ Lee will defend the Divas title against Nikki Bella at Survivor Series. <laughs> Damn it! I was looking forward to that. 
said nobody ever. <laughs> ever! Ever! My sources are credible. <laughs> oh, this is okay. interesting. This is, I always love stats. It's yes. all mongled in the editing. The stars are bullets. Now it sometimes happens on uh, Facebook. Unfortunately, damn you, Zuckerberg. No problem. No problem. We'll figure it out. Some interesting uh, stats about WWE's viewing audience have just come out and are here on our show. Uh, the average viewer for the three shows is 41.4 years old. The report indicates the viewership is getting older instead of younger. It's that PG right. content, I'm telling you. Boys, we got to start aging faster. Okay, break out the cigarettes and the alcohol, yo. <laughs> I'll get the crystal meth. I got connections. <laughs> <laughs> Audience viewership is 63% male. Total Divas skews the number down a bit because it would be closer to 68% for just Raw and SmackDown. Uh, so that's interesting that they're including Total Divas in all this. That's more mainstream than any of the other. I suppose other so. Uh, and the viewership for the th- viewership for the three shows is less than 19% under the age of 17. P- uh, 22% of the viewership is between 18 and 34, and 22% between 35 and 49. 37% is over the age of 50. They really need some more young fans. <laughs> the young fans are like, this shit is stupid. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Trust me. When I took my nephew, he, he loved it when I took him live, and then like a year later, he's like, you know what's, you know what's fake? You know what's stupid? You're still watching that? Yeah, and he's got fourteen. He's watching huh? Twitch TV. He's watching Twitch TV, man. It, it's amazing that they're trying to appeal to a younger audience, but that seems to be their slowest growing audience. <laughs> they could probably draw more people in if they had like WWE 2K15 video game competitions matches. Do you see the numbers that fucking shit's getting? <laughs> they outdrew the goddamn NBA playoffs last year for that Dota 2 game. The, the <laughs> best thing I've seen for that is that someone made. The Wyatts come out like the Funkadactyls. <laughs> oh, jeez. Nice. You're going to have to look that. It's put the ass to ass. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> just a picture of Tony <laughs> Wyatt and Luke Harper ass to ass. I'm going awesome. to have to find that after the show because <laughs> I haven't seen that. Is, is Bray, does they have Bray doing the Protus? I've, no, I've not seen like a video or anything. It's just a snapshot of what oh, looks okay. like Bray and Harper doing the <laughs> ass to ass. That's awesome. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, that's more entertaining than a lot of things I've seen on the internet this week. I wish I'd see that. I've... That's great. Unless it's not them, and I'm totally wrong, and I'm gonna look an idiot. <laughs> oh, let's see. This is the picture. Apparently, let's uh, let me click on this here. They're also in the Usos gear. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> what the pom poms and everything? <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, funk okay. is gonna roll. Funk is gonna roll. Don't stray. Funk is gonna roll. <laughs> it's gonna roll. That last Somebody call my mama and tell her to follow the buzzards. No, you better call my sister. <laughs> uh, WWE. WWE officials came up with the idea for ECW Week about 48 hours before it actually was announced. Uh, Paul Heyman defends praising CM Punk during ECW Exposed. Uh, He tweets to SM Fishman, I praised CM Punk live on Raw in Chicago when he and WWE had just parted ways. Hashtag BITW. Now, then, forever. 
Lol. <laughs> there is even more ECW Exposed coming your way next Tuesday, November 18th. After ECW Exposed went off the air, the cameras kept rolling, and Paul Heyman and Joey Styles had a lot more to reveal about ECW. The rise and fall of ECW has been added to the WWE Network, but it's only available if you search for it. Which, if I want to search for it, I can just turn to my left and see it right there on my shelf. Because I've had it since it came out. Huh? Dailymotion.com. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I just found mine this morning, too. Yeah, mine is right here on the shelf. (laughs) I break it out every now and then and watch it. Me too, but I just have to collect a button. I don't even have to get up. It's awesome. Oh, this is interesting here. Yeah, uh, it's something I, I forgot to mention last week, and then I got a bonus update. Uh, we're actually getting SmackDown moving as well, but it's going to Wednesdays, so we're going to have it uh, a little earlier. It will be the asshole spoiling SmackDown that you don't care about. Um, Canada, go Canada. But it's ironically enough, it's potentially going up against NXT, all 20% of the country that has availability to it, and Lucha Underground, and plausibly TNA. Talk about a clusterfuck of a wrestling night, eh? Yeah. Oh, and this is another thing. This is what I I was meaning to bring up because I was scratching my head. Like, why does SmackDown end like 10 minutes early this week? And I was, I was trying to figure out. Like, I didn't read any, you know, news about a match getting tossed or edited out or anything. Um, what they're editing out is all the free network shit, even though it's available in Canada, Michael. Yeah, yeah, that right. That explains why SmackDown's way too short for me. SmackDown, as well, this week ended 10 minutes earlier. They're they're getting uh, all of these references to the free November. They're taking it right off the broadcast. And, of course, this is the same station that's, you know, in agreement with the network. So they're doing some interesting damage control and worth of the border of you guys and uh, over across the pond of you, Mark. Are they? Do you, do you know what they, thankful for. Are they? Are they getting the edited version on Sky as well? Do you have any idea, Mark? Um, I don't know, but I imagine they probably would. Yeah, uh, me too. I mean, me I, too. I only had Sky for one month in my whole life. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what's what's happening there, but I imagine it. It's non. It's a cut version. No, what? What? Not that I really. I'm gonna go out of my way to see it. I wonder what we're missing. Like, is it? just ad time or are they are there segments and promos where it's just michael cole and jbl and you know uh what's his face at ringside saying oh get the network it's free this month and you can watch this on the wwe network yeah it, it's free to people in the united states who haven't already paid for it yeah the suckers that paid for it oh i feel bad a little bit but then i remember i can steal it all for free <laughs> because in g-land a month is an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> That's my tagline. They uh, they did send out some information though to the UK about the network. Uh, yeah, they sent an email to the UK subscribers, Sky did, uh, saying that WWE Network won't be a premium channel there, but an over-the-top online service. Uh, but the wet blanket on that is that they also mentioned having signed an exclusive ar- agreement to air all 12 pay-per-views a year in the UK and Ireland through 2019. Which suggests the pay-per-views won't be on the network. It's interesting. Which is the only thing I would get the network for. And you're stupid for not getting it, Mark. Oh yeah, I'm very stupid for not bludgeoning. Hey, my, if, if I was 
if I was kind of intelligent, I would agree with you, but I can't comprehend anything coming out of your mouth because I'm stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this 2019, is that's rough, man. That's, uh, that's a long, long-ass time. Yeah, I can see it failing miserably here. <laughs> or people buying it, then just logging on to the US version. <laughs> Which uh, they once that you know want it probably already have as a subscriber numbers. Yeah, uh, I was highly at. surprised that so many people here were outraged because I figured we all already had it if we wanted it. I expected the response to be more like "fuck it, we've already got it. Keep your network. We don't want it. We have your version." That'll be one hell of an organized crowd chant. <laughs> 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 but I, I have confidence in the in the you know the UK crowd to pull that off because they uh oh that was one thing they did that I loved on on Raw John Cena sucks John Cena I heard it 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 took me a second to realize what they were doing this but this is the thing like I've seen this before on like an indie show on the internet they were playing John Cena's theme and the entire crowd is singing John Cena sucks and, and just that says he loves the UK remix. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I know why nobody that. else has picked up on this prior to this. You know what I mean? And I've, I I've heard the UK do it before. Thing in some places. The, I've heard the UK do it before. So I, it, it's not the first time it's happened on television, but I've also seen it like on an indie show on YouTube. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought it was like. The you suck angle theme, and it was common in some areas that really hated him. But I guess it was only a UK thing yeah, uh, for one random indie event. <laughs> I'm surprised that it hasn't, you know, caught on. People don't like that guy. <laughs> uh, well. Right now, it looks like the WWE Network may have up to eight hours of live programming the day of WrestleMania 31, including a two-hour pre-show, four-hour pay-per-view, and a two-hour post-show. Two hours. Uh, isn't the Super Bowl some kind of all-day event? Yeah, yeah. kind of. I'm yeah, surprised they're it, not doing that. I think they did it. Didn't they do that a few years ago or something? Where they had they a did whole it. They, day they did dedicated? It. They did it uh, for two, yeah, for WrestleMania 16. They did like a whole like you could order it. It started at noon, and they basically went through every WrestleMania up to in it up to. They, they did like a retrospective with interviews from one to fifteen to one to fifteen, and it was an eight-hour thing. And then you went to <laughs> right into WrestleMania eight o'clock. Yeah, I had a I, 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 and you could pay extra for that, but I had a cheater box from Directv and. Uh, so I had all that shit for free. TV on all bad. <laughs> I had all that shit for free. That was Game great. Genie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryback. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. But yeah, like you, like you asked. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Joe. But oh, I don't no, have no much problem. longer. So I, yeah, I understand. Yeah, we we our Super Bowl coverage does pretty much start about noon here and pretty much runs through about eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they wouldn't try something like that, but maybe they figure no one would care. Well, Ryback has been well-received backstage since returning last week. A source noted that Ryback had a different demeanor than before and came off great. Uh, Ryback had been known for having a bad attitude in the past, but it was said that he had everything together last week. He's not... uh, Yeah... 
that's probably going to help him out for a little bit here, I suppose. Eh? Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's uh, they're, they're obviously treating him like a star right now. He's the most sought-after free agent or whatever. I just... Uh, uh, I don't mind Ryback, but he's just in the middle of all this shit that no one really cares about. <laughs> right. Uh, we got a note on Vince McMahon's unscheduled SmackDown appearance from uh, Stephen Lyons. After a totally dead first hour, I mean, un- crowd unbelievably dead, Vince McMahon came out for a cameo and berated us all for being a dead crowd, told us to have some fun, damn it! He mocked the crowd and city name and said other UK cities were louder. This was a quick two-minute promo on the stage and not taped for TV. Uh, never seen this happen at a taping before, which shows how bad it was. And uh, this is uh, it's said that he felt the crowd was flat and he needed to rile them up. He wasn't shooting on the crowd. He was cool and in control the whole time. Until he blew his quads. Yeah. But I remember one of the guys from TNA coming out and doing something like this, and everyone just shat all over him for it. <laughs> because it, it was just it was just bad. And as other people have said, surely your product is to blame. The UK crowd are notorious for being just loving everything. If yeah, they're not into absolutely. something, I dare say your product is shit. Yeah. How to run? We, we get them once a year. We we love their shit. <laughs> yeah. How to run a no drama family business? Stephanie McMahon <laughs> says, "Good thing there's no drama in my family." <laughs> what the fuck? It's an article. How to run a no drama family business? Yeah, there's no politics in the WWE. Nope. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, on a sad note, uh, I'm gonna bounce, guys, because I gotta get ready and go do some, do the family thing, so <laughs> I will see you guys next week, and no RoboJT. Yes, no RoboJT this week. We'll see you next week, buddy. More than me, it's the eye. All right. Uh, Alberto Del Rio and WWE have reached a settlement slash legal agreement. Uh, what it boils down to is that the two sides have agreed to not disparage each other uh, in public and that Del Rio, now going by Alberto El Patron, can wrestle for whoever he wants, wherever he wants. And WWE felt the need to comment on the reports. They had uh, reached a settlement with Alberto Del Rio, though their official statement doesn't add anything new. Quote, following his departure from WWE, former WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio and WWE have reached a mutual understanding uh, with regard to his future booking opportunities. WWE wishes Alberto the best in his future endeavors. Um, which, I don't know if it's in the news, but he was at Hardcore uh, House of Hardcore last it? night. House of Hardcore. House of Hardcore. he's supposedly going to be in season two of Lucha Underground. I'm sure. I, I wouldn't doubt it. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, he was at House of Hardcore last night talking about you know they wanted to keep him out of wrestling for a year, but uh, you know he couldn't, they couldn't. And they he's came back to an with agreement. Ricardo. It's and he was with Ricardo. Time. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Ray Mysterio has turned down all overtures from WWE to have him return. He'd rather let the version of his contract that was extended due to injury misdates run out in the spring of 2015 and pursue opportunities elsewhere. Yeah, apparently he doesn't even want to wrestle anymore. He's just uh, content calling it a career is what uh, 
his sentiment was when he was on MLW a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they were saying, uh, I saw something about, uh, I, I was seeing things like he was going to be at WrestleMania 31 and stuff, but then I've also seen, no, I just want to be an actor. I want to be in movies. That's, well, from the horse's mouth himself, yeah. the way he was talking about it is he's quite content to be being with his family and uh, bringing down a level and just uh, pursuing other entertainment uh, opportunities. At least that's what he said, as opposed to, you know, secondary source information. Now, of course, it money comes along that could change everything, or maybe that's it's a, a red herring, because, you know, Robert Rodriguez knows how to, uh, you know, do some pretty good shit and uh, has his... Uh, well, a lot of opportunity in Mexican uh, film with a uh, connection to that guy like that. I think uh, Mysterio probably will end up involved somehow with LA, whether or not he's a wrestler or not. They can make him a superstar. Yeah, absolutely. Smart, that, that would be the business, business-wise, that's a smart way to go. Yeah. You know the contracts you're going to offer the guy are going to be like, pretty terrible with the way they're bleeding money in the WWE right now because of the network failure. Yeah. Um, and they're going to have to adjust their economy down to a point where, you know, we're already looking at the reality that Brock Lesnar is probably done at the end of WrestleMania unless they can agree on some sort of highly reduced contract. Meanwhile, the UFC is sitting around just waiting, thinking about a massive payday that they could get for a one-off with Lesnar if they don't re-sign him. So, very interesting uh, with these older, quote-unquote, potential legendary status caliber wrestlers. It's going to be an interesting year, dude. It'll be a shame if they can't sign Lesnar just because of how much it invalidates and shits over him beating the streak. Yeah, well, that's the biggest casualty, really. It's like, what really killed the streak? I, one might argue the network did <laughs> at this point. <laughs> in hindsight, yeah, yeah, you can see, you can see like a, a tablet. You know, they're gonna re-edit the match. It'll be a tablet that, pinning taker. <laughs> that, that was always the biggest concern: was if you have someone beat him, it has to be someone who sticks around. Um, yeah. And it wasn't. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, that's a shame. If that's if that's the way history is gonna look back at this, it's. And it is kind of looking that way. I suppose it, you could tell a decent story that he beat the best and then left because there was no one else to beat. Well, the smart move would be to try to transfer that bump over to somebody at Mania. Whoever takes out Lesnar by default gets, you know, the push. But the big question is who's ready and in their minds, you know. In our minds, it's going to be different than the way they see things. Of course, as it always is with the WWE, they, they decide who is stars. So is Roman Reigns ready? Is Dean Ambrose ready? You know, so, so one point we maybe would have said Cesaro, but they've kind of fucked the him over. Ziggler, they kind of fucked him over. So they got time. It can be done. Let's have to see what they decide. I think the Rumble is going to open up a, a, a big window of, of possibility, and they have to really think smart about how they uh, pull off that pay-per-view. But until then, we just have to suck it up and get through the rest of the shit until the Rumble. Unless TLC is good. It usually is. And TLC is usually pretty good. But, well, you know, those legends, man. Sometimes they just have to part ways. Well, speaking of parting ways, <laughs> thanks for setting me up with a segue. I was... <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I was just waiting for that segment to be done. Anyway, uh, the great Kali is indeed done with WWE. His contract expired, and WWE chose not to renew it. Uh, Brad Maddox has also been re- uh, moved to the alumni section of WWE.com, but there's no word on whether or not he's been released. Uh, he may not be fired and may be part of his storyline. I guess uh, two other people have been moved to the alumni section as of today or yesterday. That would be Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury. I've heard but, that. Still there. <laughs> uh, whether we read too much into that one or not, I don't think they're going anywhere. It's they they got those backstage jobs. They were on TV because they're probably like you know they're available. They're already under some sort of contract, and it's pretty easy to modify shit when you already have an employee. You know. Yeah. I, I I don't expect them to get cut. Road agents and shit. Right. Yeah. I'm interested about the Brad Maddox thing though, because we we haven't seen him in forever. Like he went down to that cave, and that was about it. Yeah, I actually really like that guy. So <laughs> really it was real on me. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a charm about him. Um, Personality-wise, they really let him develop, and then you know just kind of faded into obscurity. But uh, hey, he's young. If they're gonna bring him into the the storyline, you know, if they're gonna do this Vince McMahon. Um, whole thing against the authority that they might very well continue rolling with. I mean, that's what they've kind of teased in their appearance that they had in Buffalo and Joe's neck of the woods there. Maddox would make a good um, surrogate for McMahon if McMahon isn't on TV. I think he could potentially play that swarmy like mouthpiece for uh, the anti-authority Vince McMahon dictatorship role, I guess, is the lack of a better way to define it. What do you guys yeah, think I about think that? I think he made a good general manager, so it, it could be that he's Vince's representative who will become general manager in the event Vince wins. Entirely possible. Or they'll just put AJ back in that spot for whatever reason. That would be rough if they had AJ, because, you know, women on men violence, but we know Brad Maddox has a wrestling background, so he can take bumps. So he... he, he definitely could be a good fit because you obviously want to see the authority figure be able to you know take a punch or a, a, a hit here and there the same way referees have to have some rough wrestling training as well even though they're not going to do that every night unless their name's Nick but other than that <laughs> <laughs> certainly I don't know that's food for thought um, but the, di- speaking of dictatorships not all things are dictatorships no we occasionally got democracies Triple H was down at the Performance Center and reportedly had to deal with a Bill DeMott issue that day. Uh, The story is that William Regal complained about DeMott, who is known for controversy. DeMott has has been spoken to several times by officials and usually tones his behavior down after the talks. However, sources indicate that DeMott is is considered to be on the hot seat. Uh Uh-oh, that's where they make the donuts. (laughs) (laughs) For him, the hot seat is probably a guy's ass. Yeah. Uh, We've heard stories of Bill DeMott. <laughs> uh, who who better to, to you know show someone how to be a superstar than a failure at one himself? They got lots of guys they can bring in to do that job and train, man. But uh, the question is, who actually the good the good ones wants to actually do that? You know, that's the big question mark. If they're gonna if they're gonna get rid of him, they got to replace him with someone who uh, is capable. And that's a big question. Certainly. Hey, you guys remember Darren Young? Who? Yeah. Well, it turns out he's still alive. Darren Young works what? the 
<laughs> yeah, he worked the meet and greet before last night's WWE NXT live event in Orlando, Florida with Solomon Crow, Baron Corbin, Alexa Bliss, and Bailey. Uh, he's expected to be in the ring, uh, back in the ring soon. Well, I guess. I mean, that's been the rumor for a while. Yeah. What, what, what would you do with him? Would they go back to the Titus well, or what's the point of that? Obvi- obviously, he's not going to be the bunny. The bunny. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe throw him a new day. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Yeah, you could. Maybe. Here's a black guy we don't know what to do with. <laughs> uh, I'm still going to reserve judgment on that thing until it happens, but so far my reaction is still... Uh. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, Here's good news for Matt Hardy. WWE has abandoned trademarks on WWE All-Stars, No Way Out, and Version 1. <laughs> ah, V1! <laughs> That's how it's done. Yes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, Shannon Moore is sad. But then Ryback shows up. Feed me more. <laughs> <laughs> I went to WrestleMania 19, and Matt Hardy was in the opening match as V1! <laughs> Defending the cruiserweight title against Rey Mysterio. Uh, Matt Fax, neither of these guys are on WWE anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I, I think the Matt Fax for WrestleMania 19 were uh, Matt always gets more Halloween candy than his brother, <laughs> and uh, Matt's been in more WrestleManias than his brother. I don't know, something stupid like that. I read those Matt facts, and some of them are pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, we've got highlights of John Morrison's AMA, which is Ask Me Anything for the Uninitiated, on Reddit. Uh, he says, Lucha Underground is a combo of Lucha, which is badass, gritty action films, again, badass, and American-style pro wrestling, badass, as a trifecta of badassery. Couldn't say no to it. On his We're Going to Eat Your Lunch catchphrase, he says, Okay, so... I took Taekwondo for a few months as a kid, and the instructor was this badass. He seemed badass, <laughs> but then I was only eight, who would sit around after class and talk about his former tournament fights to his to the kids. His favorite way to say he was kicking ass was, man, let me tell you, I was eating this guy's lunch. So this was the semifinal match. I slipped around, got inside, and boom, bam, bam, boom. I was eating this dude's lunch when out of nowhere he threw a hook kick. Bam, caught me in the temple. I was out. Man, I would have killed the guy in the finals, too. Well, now we know. Now we fucking know what the hell that was all about. Most of his stories after class to small groups of children went something like that. Uh, the phrase uh, That phrase made me laugh ever since. WWE merch people and Stephanie all said the phrase was stupid and would never sell. They thought the monies on the shirt uh, uh, were too weird. Uh, all that made me want the damn shirt... All of that made me want the damn shirt made ever more so I insisted. Uh, I love that shirt, but no one else did. LOL. Yeah, at least you can laugh about it. Yes, yeah. we we did. Yeah, we certainly Probably did. For the wrong reasons. It's not the worst shirt. <laughs> uh, Vince loves cock. <laughs> Sin car penis. Yeah. All the Sin car RDV. I know it's a different company, but still, come on. Yeah. Bot shirt. Or Ryback's uh, singlet when he came back. Than now for, for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's been worse. There's been far worse. Certainly. Uh, that an interesting thing about that someone had a sign at Raw as well that said, Then, now forever delayed. 
<laughs> and here in the states, you can buy a nine ninety nine t shirt. So, oh, there was also one of Lowe's in the crowd at Raw. Those bastards. Ah. WWE wrestling legend Kamala, real name James Harris, is back in the hospital again as of last weekend. He's already had two amputations due to diabetes, so this is certainly not good news. Uh, he was hospitalized, uh, as it turns out, for uh, peritonitis, uh, uh, leading to an infection in the membrane of his stomach lining. William Regal. That sucks. William Regal admitted that he had th- a level 3 neck fusion surgery a few months ago at his one-man show in Liverpool after Raw. That also sucks. Yes. TNA talent are worried about the pro- company's future as they've had no contact with the promotion since the tapings in Bethlehem. That also sucks. <laughs> well, Bully Ray had something to say that may or may not have been directed at TNA. Uh, when generals do not properly communicate with their sh- soldiers, consider the war lost and the soldiers dead. Yeah, pretty much World War One in a nutshell until the very end. Yeah. Not to get all historical and shit, but uh, that is what they learned. All right, Dixie Carter on when TNA will announce a new TV deal. <laughs> this was awesome. Soon. At retweet at pumpkin327 at TNA Dixie. When is TNA going to announce a new TV deal? At least they've stopped saying next week every single week. Yeah, now it's just yeah. soon. And as for that deal, it seems that one of the front runners to host Impact right now is Destination America, which is a Discovery Channel owned uh, channel uh, carried in about 60 million homes. This according to Wrestling Observer. Uh, the people at Destination America are under the impression that the deal to bring TNA Impact Wrestling to their channel is a done deal, even though it may not be announced for a while. We got a little more today. Uh, MMA reporter Jeremy Botter spoke to Spike TV officials at Bellator 131 yesterday and tweeted out this. I've gotten this question, so I'll answer it. No, Spike will not be in the TNA business any longer. And furthermore, it appears that TNA... Okay, try not to laugh. We'll announce their new TV deal this Wednesday, and that nice Impact Wrestling will be the last one. None of the planned best of episodes for November and December will be airing at all. Uh, really? That's interesting. Well, the reason they were airing them was just a nice thing to TNA to say, well, we'll give you this last hurrah if you don't have a deal. So, if they do, then I, d- I can't blame Spike for saying no, we won't. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't blame I agree him either at all. But I, I this- completely agree. But now, of course, their actual opportunity to get some people aware of where to find them, if they indeed announce, again, try not to laugh, or chortle, uh, their actual TV deal on Wednesday, the last episode, it's a one-off. You miss that show, you might never know TNA is on again. That sucks. But uh, if I was Spike, I'm like, yeah, we already extended the deal. You're not advertising another broadcaster on our, on our TV. I get that. That's... Uh, perfectly understandable. They don't have to give them any more leeway if they don't want to. It does sound like good news, at least, though, that it, everything points to them having a new deal. They're just being idiots about announcing it. Yeah. They should be so pushed. I guess they've not learned anything. The, the whole episode should just be a, a two-hour commercial. <laughs> like, it really should, because of the lack of having a deal for the last couple months, if not half a year, to be able to tell people where to go. 
I think you kick off Impact on Spike TV this Wednesday with this is the last broadcast of TNA Impact Wrestling on Spike TV. Starting in January, you can watch us here on Destination America on yeah. Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. or whatever their deal is. You know what I mean? Just, or And whenever their start date is because obviously we don't know. We're just speculating, but I'd assume like January. Yeah, I'd like them to work in more plugs than that, though. I mean, remember the time they changed the day and it was just one last little thing, and then like, oh, we're we're here next week. Don't. Well, no, that's what I'm saying, though. You start off the show and then you continuously, continuously throughout the show. Don't forget, we will head with it. Yeah, don't forget, we will not be here next week. We will be back in January or whenever on on Destination America, and this is the time and this is the date and this is when you're going to tune in. Meanwhile, stay tuned to TNA, you know, impactwrestling.com or whatever. You know, Keep just following Dixie for vague announcements. Yeah, exactly. If they're really smart, too, they're going to not go on Wednesday. They should, like, find a night where there is nothing of significance wrestling-wise and run with that. Yeah. Like they can Tuesday. have Friday. They could take Friday, yeah. Why not? They could do Friday. They could do Tuesday. Tuesdays, yeah. I, I'd go Tuesday over any Friday other night. day. <laughs> I, I'd go Tuesday over any other day because if you're gonna you're gonna get the DVR people regardless. If you want the live people, that's the best night that's open. Like you're not you're not gonna want to go up against Raw, let alone football. You're not gonna want to go up against you know any competition, including Lucha Underground, Canada, Canadian SmackDown, as well as American Network NXT. Yeah, right? certainly. The, Thursday is SmackDown and football once again, and Friday's Friday. You got to get down on Friday. <laughs> you know, which which seat will I take? I would choose the Tuesday seat. Yeah, certainly. And that, that's straight from Rebecca Black, the daughter of Mister Black. <laughs> Currently runs Camp Krusty. Mister Black. <laughs> Still episode. my favorite sound bit from that whole damn series. <laughs> <laughs> This is I'm my friend, Mr. Black. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. I, I still have, uh, more often than not, whenever I see Seth Rollins because he was Tyler Black, I still hear that in my head. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, uh, we got news out of the GFW camp here, um, which uh, says this that. This is big, man. This, this, is, really this is huge. Cool. This is huge for them. Global Force Wrestling teased a huge announcement for Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Jim Ross, the preeminent voice of professional wrestling for the past four decades, has agreed to provide the play-by-play for, for Global Force Wrestling's presentation of New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 9 at the Tokyo Dome pay-per-view uh, on January 4th. JR says, I am truly honored and excited to have been asked to be a part of this historic event. Uh, to be able to return to my roots and provide play-by-play for an amazing pro wrestling product will be special. I never thought I'd return to ringside for a wrestling event, but this opportunity was just too special to turn down. This will not be JR calling the action from a recording studio by satellite feed. He will be live at the Tokyo Dome for the event. Fuck yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm so watching this. Yeah, me too. Um, if I can actually order it, I probably will pay for it. You know, I I think um, just just to see Jim hear Jim Ross call an event in itself is special. Uh, but the matches that have been going on in each Japan pro wrestling over the last few years, I think the only real outside of accessibility um, on t- 
television to the North American market. I think the storytelling element, without having it in English, has kept a lot of people from sticking with a match. You know, if you just want to watch a great wrestling match on mute with something else on, it's fantastic. But having Jim Ross call it, this gonna this might very well end up being the pay per view of the year four days into the new year. Like seriously, I'm I'm well, so I don't see WrestleMania being all that good. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see where they go. January should be a fun month. We'll get the Rumble. Hopefully, the Rumble's good too. But I I'm I'm gonna have a pretty personally. I'm expecting to have a very high bar to evaluate every pay-per-view moving forward for the whole of 2015 because uh, I'm really high on New Japan Pro Wrestling. I've been smoking it all day, doing rails, you know, <laughs> chasing the dragon, so to speak. Not Ricky the dragon. Nope. The red dragon. The red dragon. You picked up what I was throwing down. That's right. They're supposed to be on that pay-per-view as well. It's, man, there was some great talent. Well, in fact, we got a press release from Ring of Honor. It says that uh, red dragon... Uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly will indeed defend their IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships at Wrestle Kingdom 9 pay-per-view on January 4th in Tokyo with Jim Ross calling the action against the Young Bucks, the Time Splitters, which is Kushida and Alex, she- Alex Shelley, uh, and the Forever Hooligans, Alex Kozlov and Ricky Romero. That just, that sounds pretty good. That's going to oh, be yeah. awesome. Yeah, the, young, the Young Bucks are right at the top of the game in the tag team division across the planet you know a lot of people would argue they are the tag team of the year um fucking amazing group of talent as well forever uh hooligans those guys are awesome i don't have to even tell you about alex shelley and i'll assure you that kushida is pretty fucking solid too that that card might have um a few bwf radio connections on it um one possible one maybe in that match may possibly be on our show in the new year I was um, I was going to hint at that as well. And uh, C- Cassidy uh, got us a guest who's been lighting it up um, in the past who may or may not be confirmed for the card. So I don't know just yet, but I'm, I'm hoping for Chase Owens to be defending his title on that pay-per-view as well. His last match that I caught, uh, staying up ridiculous hours to watch, was awesome. Like, I... I, I wish I had seen more of his matches before we had him on this show because I would have had a lot more to ask him even though I managed to find a lot of stuff for him. That, that kid's talent, man. He's really talented. And I, I, I hope he, he thrives in New Japan for wrestling because unfortunately because of his size, he'd probably get ruined in a, you know, an NXT environment. I hate to be so pessimistic, but they got a lot of Andy Darlings already there. In reality, how many of those guys are really going to get called up to the main roster, honestly? Not all of them. Some of them, yeah, not all of them. Oh, well. It kind of sucks. I was listening to a podcast interview with uh, uh, Nova, a.k.a. Um, what was his inspirational speaker name again in the WWE? <laughs> Simon Dean. Simon Dean. And he was talking about his time in developmental and what it's like now in NXT. And he, he was really... Uh, He's trying to be as positive as he could, but he was basically saying, like, realistically, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of NXT people probably listening to this podcast. It was the art of wrestling, after all. But the reality is that at least for every 10 of you, 9 of you are there just to put over the one guy they might call up. If not, 49 of you are there to put the one guy up. Is he uh, Is he actually uh, working there still? Working behind no, the scenes? No, no? He's, he's happily unemployed by them. Um, okay. Enjoying his life elsewhere. I was going to say, because I, I did hear that uh, the next ECW 
unreleased DVD, Volume 3, is going to be hosted by Joey Styles, Stevie Richards, and the Blue Meanie. As the B as the BWO minus oh, Nova. Okay. He uh he could. He didn't he wasn't really uh too harsh or critical on the WWE product when when he was talking about that. It was more it's kind of like this is the reality. It's like if if you had a a chance with uh, the WWE already and it didn't go well, the odds of you being able to be repackaged and come back are pretty much slim to none because of the amount and wealth of talent that they have in the in the training facility in Florida. It's just there's so many guys. And he wasn't trying to say that, uh, the way he explained it, that, you know, the 49 to 1 ratio is because these wrestlers are bad. It was actually quite more the, the opposite. It was like, these guys are all really good, but the reality is there's only so many seats, you know, in the car for Rebecca Black on Friday, getting down on Friday. <laughs> getting that back in there. Um, <clears throat> that was kind of what he was getting at. Is it's just like, if you fuck up, you know, and he was saying it like, you know, sorry, Scotty Goldman was Scotty Goldman, and they'll never see you any other way. Cool. You, you wouldn't be able to get back in. It's just be highly unlikely and and then there was some sort of off-handed joke about uh having a friend who's kind of on notes looking in as well with the wwe right now there <laughs> 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 we all know who that is he's a walking dead enthusiast after all he is mm -hmm. and we'll be talking about him in just a segment or two That's true. <laughs> but first uh he is from Chicago, where Resistance Pro Wrestling is based, and uh, Billy Corgan sent out a tweet saying, For those interested, I've left Resistance Pro Wrestling officially and unofficially. Details to follow in the coming weeks. And though this is by no means a way to reach them, I'd like to thank the talented wrestlers, managers, and valets I've worked with. Oh, I have met the melancholy and the infinite sadness. <sighs> Come on, Smashing Pumpkins joke, people. Yes. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> We get the joke. <laughs> we Great get double. it. I mean, that's a that's a brilliant album. We get it. <laughs> First thing I did I, I when I made a powder joke, but uh, yeah, well, it doesn't strike twice. <laughs> the first thing I did when I uh, turned smashing thirty-three is I <laughs> is right, yeah, smashing pumpkins. Uh, as soon as uh, as soon as I turned thirty-three, I posted the video for the smashing pumpkin song thirty-three on Facebook. Uh, WWE has confirmed that they are working on another Scooby-Doo movie. In fact, Hulk Hogan says he'll be starring in it, brother. And I, someone has to say, what you going to Scooby-Dooby-Doo? Well, this whole movie will be a whole waste of my time. Oh, I love it. That's great. That's <laughs> brilliant. Jeez, it's not here to say it, unfortunately. What you going to Scooby-Dooby-Doo, brother to Jack? <laughs> <laughs> uh. I just, I have to hear that line, or it'd be a waste. <laughs> Certainly would. Absolutely. Uh, 24 inch pythons, your brother. CM Punk. <laughs> we were just talking about a couple of segments ago. We'll be making another appearance on The Talking Dead uh, this Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern on AMC. Yeah, yeah, it's the key to the waiting room. <laughs> because you can't get up. Well, by the way, in a real zombie apocalypse, I'd trip all of you, and then you would be eaten because you can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I'd trip you. It's apocalypse, man. Nothing personal. All, all bets are off. He, he's also writing a Thor annual, which has led to many jokes that Thor is going to quit <laughs> near the end, and <laughs> issue two will be delayed indefinitely. There's a great bot spot comic about that up. <laughs> I, I got to ask you something. What what constitutes a guy not being on TV? How how long does a guy have to be off of TV before you say, "Hey, how come that guy hasn't been on TV lately?" Well, let me ask you that question. Just Throw out a number, like like how how many weeks? 
Like in wrestling? Yeah, in wrestling. Okay. If it's someone uh, people care about, I'd say a month. If it's someone you don't care about, they can disappear indefinitely. Okay. Because I have this article here. It is called, The Reason R-Truth Has Been Off WWE TV. <laughs> now, you'll remember that two weeks ago on SmackDown, R-Truth started this shit with Adam Rose and the Bunny. And last week on SmackDown had a match against Adam Rose that the Bunny cost him. Yeah, but no one watches SmackDown. R-Truth took to Instagram to announce the birth of his baby daughter. This is probably the reason we haven't seen him for a few weeks. So expect him back on television soon. This uh, th- is... Th- th- seriously? A few weeks. That, a that few, was he was on a week Impact. ago! That was something Impact did with Sting, where he'd go away for a few weeks and they'd just build up his amazing return. He was on a week ago on SmackDown. He's been away for a few weeks. That's why he hasn't been on TV, is because he had a baby. Well, though, seriously, congratulations, dude. Yeah, I mean, really, but in all, in all fairness, yeah, congratulations. Happy for you. But really? <laughs> a few weeks? A few weeks, and he has been on SmackDown. Those segments were taped a few weeks ago. <laughs> now... Uh. Okay, now here's a guy that says he's been off TV for a little while, and I think you can agree with him. Fandango. Yeah, he's been missing. Where the fuck is he? I've been off TV for a little while, but I think in the next few weeks, there will be a new Fandango coming back, he said. It's definitely going to be refreshing and a lot different than what you've seen before, so stay tuned. It will be very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Fandango. Because he forgot to take it off (laughs) Uh. Former WWE and WCW star Mark Merrow posted the following on Facebook this weekend. This morning, Darlene and I will be boarding a plane to travel to the Cleveland Clinic in Cleveland, Ohio. After seeing three heart specialists, including visiting Emory Heart and Vascular Center in Atlanta, I have been told that I need heart surgery. I am blessed that the top surgeon in the U.S., Lars uh, Lars Svensson, MD, PhD, Cleveland Clinic, will be doing the surgery... I will be going through tests from 7 a.m. until 3 p.m. tomorrow to determine when the surgery will take place. So best of luck to wild man Mark Merrow. Yeah, that sucks. I, I read that as well. Oh, it is what it is, though. At least he's getting it, uh, getting it done sooner than later. It's better than being dead, I guess. I'm not trying to sound morbid, but of course. Yeah, <laughs> well... <clears throat> NXT star Solomon Crow has been doing a gimmick where he taps his head with a microphone to encourage fans to clap for him. Uh, previously, Crow had been using a hacker gimmick, which I don't recall seeing any of this. Who the fuck is Solomon Crow? Yeah, it's, wasn't he released a few weeks ago? No. He recently returned from injury. Yeah. Uh, Sol- Solomon Crow is. Sammy Callahan. A house show. Yeah, well, Sammy yeah. Callahan. Um. But he's also a house show guy. He's not on TV yet, of course. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, and and don't don't get involved with Havoc on TNA because that's his girl. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you with this one. WWE Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan was asked at the WrestleMania 31 ticket party in Levi Stadium on Friday night about the impossibility of wrestling one more match. He said that Vince McMahon once told him, "Never say never." And he is training like he's going for the WWE title. 
I don't know. I, I think there's a better way to end the show. I, th- I think it's the best way that TNA to go out is via zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse. They've got nothing to lose if they do actually wind up going out of business just from the last show in the impact zone and say that, oh, Robbie E caught something in that remote Asian country while on The Amazing Race. Slowly, episode by episode, the crowd dwindles until the last couple shows host empty arenas. The virus slowly spreads and the season closes with Dixie, EC3, and Rockstar Spud in the middle of the ring with weapons trying to stave off the rest of the roster from entering the ring. Spud goes down! EC3 pushes Dixie into zombies to buy some time for himself. Then, just as he's about to become infected, fade to black. Then Vince McMahon wakes up in bed and goes, Ugh! I had this nightmare, damn it! Then Vince Russo rolls over and they both laugh maniacally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) Uh... I didn't get any shower thoughts, but I had that one saved, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note... (laughs) Come on, theme music, play! Where the fuck are you? There we go. At Bird Wrestling Fan, that's Bird Wrestling Fan without vowels on Twitter for the full show here. Uh, at Think So Joe, at Mark underscore Noise, at Random Redhead, at G of the Internet. That's where you find all of us on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. And of course, BoardWrestlingFan.com. BWFRadio.com to listen to this podcast live every Sunday at 2 p.m., including next week, where our first guest will be Joel Gertner. With musical guest Andrew J. Rymers and possibly a third guest we will find out throughout the week. Stay tuned. Keep listening. The truth is out there. <laughs>